0: learned anything from these past couple of years my fellow americans it's that personal medical freedom and liberty are in crisis america out loud pulse brings together the top experts in healthcare care related fields to keep you a beat ahead okay my fellow americans we're going to start with the media landscape change you've been seeing some pretty dramatic changes uh uh, that are happening and uh that really shook things up here uh, in regards to tucker carlson uh, everybody knows who he is of course fox news uh, is out uh, was let go at fox and uh, at uh, cnn don lennon as well that was it caught a lot of people by surprise as well we have that story which is the media landscape We have this lab crisis that you should probably know about in Sudan. We've got this uh, other problem that I'm sure you've been following, transgenderism. We'll try to get a little bit there, a lot of questions as well. And welcome in here to America Out Loud Pulse. It is Malcolm Out Loud here along with my co-host.
1: Dr. Peter McCullough.
0: Well, let's start with the media landscape. I've been really wanting to get your um, thoughts, uh, reflections, Uh, having had a uh, Uh, a stint there with Tucker Carlson yourself. Uh, This caught everybody by surprise, including his producers and the people who work with them. What do you make of it?
1: You know, it's a stunning development Americans watched actually since I was the the one who gave the very first interview that opened uh, Tucker's eyes to what was going on with the biopharmaceutical complex on May 7th, 2021. He had this mind blowing reaction when I told him that early treatment was being suppressed in order to push the vaccine agenda. And uh, that interview kicked off a series of inquiries. He brought on investigative journalists, and he interviewed person after person after person, two years of this, exposing vaccine safety issues, lack of efficacy, uh, this government shift towards an authoritarian stance on, uh, on pandemic response. And then, of course, there were other issues that uh he attacked uh you know the january 6 lack of due process for instance um uh, voter fraud uh, but i think the straw that broke the camel's back was his interview with robert f kennedy just as his last one where uh they you know fully exposed the fraud of the COVID 19 vaccine program and the influence of big pharma in the media and that may have been the straw that broke the camel's back carlson uh, was paid about twenty million dollars a year, yet uh, the market cap of Fox News plummeted uh, today on the stock market when he, you know, he was their lead uh, anchor, their lead media host, was let go.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he rose to be the most. He passed Sean Hannity a little while back. There's uh, having the most of uh, viewers, and uh, was the top-rated show in cable. Uh, which is why a lot of people were quite surprised by this move, of course. Now, you had just mentioned the interview with uh, Robert Kennedy. Uh, interesting in the context of what you put out there. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's it, really, because a lot of that has already been bubbling up. Uh, much of what I've heard in the circles, in the media circles, uh, Peter, it were in regards to this uh, Dominion uh, vote and lawsuit that was settled for, my golly, just shy of a trillion dollars, I think, right? <laughs> uh, just last week. Uh, There was a lot of double speak going on where Carlson and a lot of other hosts, Laura Ingram was caught on this, Sean Hannity was caught on this and others, but Tucker was at the front of it as well. They were talking amongst themselves about the election fraud privately in one way, and then were telling the public another thing. So they were really being two-faced with the public, frankly. All of them were. And this all came out with all of this leak from Dominion voting systems. A lot of people think that was the hot iron here that uh, collapsed the empire for uh, for Tucker. I'm not sure we'll ever really know. Uh, what do you think of that uh, part of it?
1: You know, but that's uh, Dominion Voting Systems. That's defamation. I mean, all the media companies have legal affairs. That really falls into legal affairs to keep defamation out of their risk management zone. That's not something that would fall to an anchor and say, oh, wow, we looked at your text messages and this was this was so awful. We have to let you go. Um, I look at defamation. You know, th- th- listen, they're in the business of defamation that goes on every day. And this whole idea of remember defamation, if you're a public figure, the burden of proof is malice. Right. I, I think I think honestly, Dominion voting. Was the scapegoating issue for what Carlson was really doing for the last two years as he was going after Big Pharma?
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah, it was more the defamation, though, with uh, Carlson. It was more, as I just mentioned, it was the double speak that uh, really caused the lawsuit to explode on Fox. Uh, and that really hurt their public opinion out there. I know from a lot of folks I've heard from, uh, they didn't like the Two Face uh, deal. The fact that all of these hosts are saying one thing to the public and another thing privately, all of that was leaked out there. That did a lot of damage to Fox's reputation, I have to tell you.
1: You know, it was seven hundred and eighty seven million dollars. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, two days ago. So it temporarily it temporarily fits. And, yeah, no,
0: but yet they were asking, I think, was it like 1.6 trillion or
1: something I like mean, that? Why, why don't they ask for hundreds of trillions? You know, there's no limit to these um, cases now. Of course, now that that, um, hmm. that uh, settlement, you know, whether or not even Fox even has that or not. Uh, well, it, I hope they have insurance to cover some of that. Thing. I don't know, right? Um, And um. Uh, yeah. you know well they have four billion dollars cash on hand. so 25 percent of their cash on hands is going to go for this um that that that's hard to that's hard to believe but um you know a lawsuit like that and a settlement like that has gone on for you know months and months and months if not years. Right. So it's hard to imagine oh suddenly oh not not some revelation we have to let somebody go on Friday afternoon. I don't don't know. know.
0: It's hard to know. It's hard to know. But the damage that was done this past week was pretty serious to Fox's bottom line, as you just pointed out as well. Uh, The stock has suffered the last couple of days big time. And who knows what's going to happen here. But their reputation has been badly soiled, I think you would say. And right now they're just running different people in that 8 o'clock slot, not knowing what to do with it. Uh, Anyways, a lot of damage there as well. And then there's Don Lemon, who is... uh, probably would be many people call the head doofus, uh, whatever he is at CNN. I don't really know. Yeah, exactly. But he is something else. And uh, they finally, you know, I wonder, it's just remarkable that they finally, after all the years of him being there and all of the uh, potholes that that guy was in, you really wonder there what broke the camel's back. I mean, who knows? I mean, they never really tell the public, but that was pretty shocker too, wasn't it? Looks like, you know.
1: It's true. Remember, we saw, you know, a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago, Chris Cuomo go down. And there's a chapter in my book, Courage to Face COVID-19, titled Cuomo Sexuals. And it's about uh, Chris and Andrew Cuomo, former mayor of New York. They kind of went down together. And uh, Cuomo used to always, you know, be on with Don Lemon or they would banter back and forth. Um, Don Lemon, also a charged controversial uh, figure uh, there's a, uh, you know some clips of him ranting about people not taking vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of regret out there. It's hard to say what the final straw that broke the camel's back. He had some. Um, some derogatory comments about Nikki Haley being past her prime. Yeah, and um, a lot of
0: people think that was the point of the cause of it, but that, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. There, he was a he was just a straight out fruitcake, though. I mean, he was a strange uh, individual, really. Though, I mean, any I don't know how anybody could stand watching him. I I was surprised I didn't let him go a long time ago with all the things he was saying that were uh, very very insulting to so many people. Uh, and he was a he was an extremist to the far far left. I mean, an extremist lunatic, really. Uh, I mean, not exactly where you want to be as a news channel kind of thing. All right, all of this is going to change now. Uh, right as we're coming into a a very heated election season, which is going to be incredible. You see, um, also uh, President Biden just announced that he is in it. Hard to believe this guy. He's like like 142 years old or something. Or like he acts like it, and he's going to run again oldest ever in the history of our nation. And it's obviously uh, one of the biggest scams, I think, going here is that he's not running any of this, Peter. I mean, this is what's weird about it. He's running for election again, but he's not even the
1: president, for heaven's sakes, is he? Yeah, I listened to a interview that a Newsmax representative had with uh, Trump. And the question to Trump was, who's running the country? What do you say? And he said, well, I think a small group of people are running the country, but but Trump didn't have any insight of in who they were. I mean, it, that is actually a very good question: <laughs> Who is running the country? Well, if you asked,
0: our, let me tell you something. If you asked our listeners that right now, I can tell you what they'd say. They'd say there's a smoky filled room somewhere. On one side would be George Soros for sure. On one side, Barack Obama would be on the other side, and you'd have a lot of the uh, cabal of leftists in there globally who are. Um, Uh, out there causing damage to the to the world. Uh, I don't know. But that's what they'd say. That's that's what I'd
1: I'd like to hear some names. I've heard Obama, certainly heard Soros. I'd really like to hear some names. You know, when uh, uh, George W. Bush was president, it it was clear who was running the country. It was Dick Cheney. And uh, (laughs) I love it. It it was very clear. And the movie Uh, the movie Vice came out. Remember, yeah. he was played by Christian Bale, and it was yeah. it was yeah. depicted. It was and Winkle
0: wasn't even that old. Remember, he wasn't he, he old wasn't his excuse. It, probably he was just dumber than a box of rocks. I don't really know.
1: You no, know? it just it just it, 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 you know, according to the the movie, which yeah. is uh, you know based on a true story, that this was by agreement that you know Bush was a likable guy and he was out there, yeah. but Cheney was really going to run the operation. Cheney's wife was very directive on it, and. And he ran the country. The question of who's running the country now, I'm a little disturbed that Trump can't name anybody. That's a little- I
0: don't know. I don't know. Um, You
1: know, if if somebody wants to be president, somebody's running for president, they should have an idea of who's running the country now. I agree, Biden, by all measures, uh, is, uh, you know, he's simply too aged. He's he's not competent. And um, sometimes older people, Malcolm, and I think a lot of our listeners can appreciate this- They lose a sense of self-awareness. How many times has any of our listeners had an elderly parent or grandparent literally drive one trip too many and then they crash the car because they think they can drive? Or they just do, you know what I mean? They overestimate their abilities over time. Well, yeah, yeah. Without... But,
0: but, 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 but Peter, that's if you had any intelligence to begin with. I mean, Joe Biden has never been a smart man. I mean, let's be real. I mean, looking at his history or his political, uh, uh, you know, his um, agenda, uh, career, whatever you want to call it. I mean, the guy was never bright. He said some of the weirdest things like we're going to put you back in chains. And I mean, he had he was Mr blunder central i mean the guy just wasn't intelligent i I
1: just don't think any original advancements will be uh, ascribed to him at all over the course of his career but you know what's the role of the vice president kamal harris is she growing into the role is she doing anything no so nobody seems to know nobody seems to know on the left and no one seems to know on the right it's a very strange
0: control it's uh, out of control yeah it's a very strange time it's out of control it's completely out of control. What's happening? And there's a lot more. But nobody really. When you back to your point about identifying who is running the country, I like your emphasis of that. But like I can tell you right now, nobody really knows. It's just guesswork. So there's no presidential candidate right now who concretely knows the answer to that question. In fact, really nobody knows. It's one of the biggest hidden secrets right now. But if you look at the cabinet and the cabal around Biden, you will notice. There are a lot of familiar faces there and they are the faces in the in the uh, uh landscape of number 44 Barack Obama that's who is involved in the Biden campaign uh and you see what happened to Susan Rice' this past week as well but anyways there's a lot of roads to go down there uh interested but we I guess we got off that tandem because of um uh the the media landscaping uh changing uh with uh, Tucker Carlson John Lemon, um, you know, a lot of people think this is going to have some impact on the election as well in 2024. Hard to say, but you know, the one thing I'll say to Peter is this, and we'll move on to another topic here. But I'll say this, and that is that you know, the world goes on; it continues to re- evolve, and the, the you know, the same chaos will continue. I remember when they let Bill O'Reilly go; everybody thought the sky was going to fall. It's happened before with other mass, you know, major people, but you know, Tucker will become a footnote again. Uh, do you, uh, you know what I wonder right now? And I'll just ask you straight out. Do you think some other media company will pick him up?
1: You know, I heard, uh, again, it's just speculation that he's under some form of a non-compete. So he'll have to yeah. negotiate that and figure out what he's going to do. Uh, you know, Newsmax has been on the rise. There's another station that picked up um, Chris Cuomo and Picked up some others, and I think what is that news now? There's a couple of these news stations. It's interesting, you, you know, the news stations uh, years ago were right down the middle. It was kind of Eric Severide and nonpartisan, respectful politics, and then they went into this partisan politics where there was a Republican channel and a Democratic channel. It was obvious. <laughs> now they're coming back to the middle again. So this one news station is out there, yeah, maybe, and um, and its claim to fame is that it's right down the middle. So we'll yeah. just have to. Yeah. You know, we'll
0: have to see. And, it uh, could be, could be. Maybe they uh, do bring it back to some centrist role. That may be what uh, CNN is up with, uh, too, they say, with letting Don Lemon go. Hard to say uh, maybe what that is. Um, but anyways, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens ahead. Somebody said the other day, I, I should offer Tucker a job or, or I should go work for Fox. Well, number one, I would never work for Fox. I don't care for the network uh, or any of these cats. Uh, but uh, Tucker's making a lot of money in the name. They're going to pay him, you know, that uh, for the. They have to pay him for his next year or so, or whatever, to the end of his contract. Uh, he's going to make a ton of money. I'm not sure he wants to buy anybody out. He could just do whatever, float right out.
1: Uh, I mean, that, that's the. It, it, I think the very attractive thing going on right now in media is independence. So most of these guys get to a point yeah. where they can become their own independent brand. And I think the person who really. Pave the way for that to happen is Joe Rogan. This idea that one could have their own brand, they don't need a syndicated station, and you know, see Larry Elder, yeah. you know, becoming his own. You know, rumor is Dan Bongino is going to break his ties with uh, Fox. Yeah, uh, he,
0: well, he, there's stories about that. It's even more than yeah. rumors. It looks like it's going to happen. He's not happy with them either. A lot of people are not happy with Fox. Right,
1: but but Dan's being independent. You know, his uh, team reached out to me today. I'm just unfortunately, I'm just too tied up to go on but um you know the station i mentioned that's coming down the middle that picked up a lot of these uh these notable anchors was it's called News Nation News Nation yep
0: yeah, yep
1: yeah. and you know maybe that'd be the case the question is can a really partisan person like Chris Cuomo can <laughs> he come to the middle
0: no if, i don't um, think so i don't
1: think you, so you, the, the question is can they do it do, do they look yeah. if someone's on CNN Mm-hmm. Do they really lather up the the liberal base by doing this because that's what they're told to do? Or is that really what they believe? Um, yeah. well, it, it's hard to know.
0: Well, the, the, the problem with this whole media landscape in the country is everybody's hanging with people with the same belief structure. So like you said, the Republicans are in one corner over here. Democrats are in another corner over here. Liberals, conservatives, whatever. The landscape has changed. The days of Walter Cronkite and Peter Jennings is long gone. Yeah. Yeah. And now you've got separate camps, and it's kind of my way or the highway. They want their toys, or they don't want to play the game, and so there really is that's all lost, and it's it's changed not for the better in our country, to be sure. It's it's come through a radical, um, uh, you know, uh, transition in here, all of it. But uh, let's move along here, uh, so we can uh, get lots more in here, and I. Let's touch and let's. Uh, you've been following this all uh, today here. This, and of course, I've been following the political aspects of what's been going on in, in Sudan. And but now there's a lab crisis there. Let's still listen to this, what's going on there.
1: i tell you the country of Sudan. Um, there's some cliff notes here. September 28th, 2022, the U.S. ambassador warns that Sudan is final, finalizing a Russian naval base deal. Uh, our Secretary of State Blinken in November considered US support to the rapid formation of a civilian led transitional government hmm. December UN gets involved brokers an agreement with military leaders and pro democracy partners um, Blinken went there December 7th 2022 February 2023 Suba- Sudan confirms the deal for the Russian naval base um and then February 16 things start to start to happen Biden sends 288 million dollars in humanitarian aid. March 9th, um, uh, Victoria Newland goes to visit to discuss democracy. Then, April 8th, 2023, conflict escalates between the Sudanese army's army forces and the paramilitary group. Um, and then, sure enough, April 22nd, 2023, the U.S. evacuates Sudan. And then, today. The World Health Organization puts out really just a disastrous message, and this is terrible. Um, uh, and this was um, uh, just stunning. It was brought forward by the Insider paper uh, about six sixteen this morning. It says that fighters occupy a national public library, uh, public laboratory in Sudan, holding samples of diseases including polio, and measles creating an extremely dangerous situation. The WHO said the fighters kicked out the, the technicians in the lab uh, and it's completely under the control of one of the fighting part, uh, parties as part of a military base. And uh, there's great concern now that um, uh, there's some type of brokered uh, you know, 72 hours ceasefire. They're trying to get Americans out. Newsmax was reporting that uh, this morning. Uh, The the WHO's quotes a huge biological risk associated with the occupation of a lab by these soldiers who don't know how to manage anything with these diseases. It's clearly a biohazard situation. They're estimated 270,000 could flee Sudan. Uh, Remember, these are the countries in Africa, if you remember the Blood Diamond and uh, these movies where there's just, there's been so much Blood, you know, shed on the continent of Africa over time is, it's extraordinary the the amount of violence there, and um, so we have a situation where it's a humanitarian crisis. It was potentially a biological threat crisis, and what we're learning, Malcolm, in almost every hotspot in the world, there's biological weapons labs that 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 countries yeah. and God knows where the money is funneling Russia, United States, and others. You know, it's no longer nuclear reactors or, or other things, it, it's actually infectious diseases.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a big problem in the future, I'm telling you now, it's gonna be, we've been talking about it, reporting about it, but as you just say moments ago, these labs are all over uh, the world. Uh, Ukraine is a prime example, there's a bunch of them there, and many of these labs the United States is involved in. Um, and uh, But Africa, is, as you say, is like the Wild West there. Uh, the continent of africa sadly humanity it's not a great picture for humanity if somebody came from out of space and looked at the human race and went into africa different parts of that continent it would be very sad to think that this is you know it's a bad reflection uh of, of you know this uh, well this fight i talk about all the time good and evil uh, by the way victoria newton who you just mentioned a moment ago she's one of the people i was telling you earlier about with obama uh, this is this is where a lot of these cats come from that's involved in biden's uh, program is people that were Obama. This is why people think Obama's running the show there, but just, just as a footnote there, uh, when you mention her name. Uh, yeah, the land crisis is a real problem. We're going to see more and more of that ahead as it becomes the Wild West and these countries uh, are all having challenges. Uh, it's an interesting point you make, too, that got my attention. You said, well, it's maybe not even the nuclear problem ahead, but it's this uh, these uh, bio-weapons, bio you know?
1: Malcolm, think about the... Yeah. lack of ability to throw a kill switch or the lack of ability to shut something down. And you have these deadly pathogens, they have uh, you know negative um, airflow rooms and hoods and freezers. Yeah. and it takes technical expertise to keep these things safe. Uh, there is simply no, it doesn't seem like there are any worldwide standards or protections. When there's a potential breach in these labs, yeah, you know, at least with nuclear bombs, there, there apparently are a sequence of codes and there's a series of checkdowns and there's there, there's something to try to protect humanity. Yeah.
0: And uh, once these are out in the wild, as you say, it's anybody's bet what's going to happen as we just experienced, which is why a lot of people say it's only a matter of time before the next pandemic. You can't even believe we're saying that
1: (laughs) because these labs, in a sense, are playing with fire. And I thought what um, Marco Rubio said on Fox News actually last week was stunning. He gave a report, uh, I believe, on Hannity where, you know, the Senate's been investigating and and he raised the issue. Wait a minute. There could have been two leaks. This is a stunning revelation from the lab in Wuhan regarding SARS-CoV-2. One leak to actually test to see if it was going to spread in human populations, to actually observe the real pandemic. Could it actually reach pandemic potential? And when it was determined, it could then a real leak, Mm -hmm. then to really let it rip. And if what Rubio said, I was stunned with that interview. I said, if what he said was true, then that, that swings this much more to an intentional release as opposed to accidental.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's do this. I want to come back. Uh, well, it's a few specific questions I want to get into right now. Uh, by the way, we're in Q&A 66 today. Uh, but, and then I want to come back and cover this it, because it is such an interesting story and it will be ongoing with Dr. McCullough and I uh, this um he, he's got some interesting things, too. We'll flush it out in just moments, uh, a little bit after the broadcast, friends, about uh, I promised you up front on the transgenderism. And he was just sharing some things before the mic went hot that I think are really interesting and we should get out there. Let's come back to that. I want to dive into a few questions before the break, Peter. And let's do that, please, because uh, some interesting things here that play to some uh, conversation I want to have. Uh, this one is from Cheryl. She said, I hear all the doctors on America Out Loud repeatedly stating that no healthy child should be given uh, the mRNA shots because of the serious damage they do. Every time I hear this, I feel horrified by the implication that it is okay or even good to inject the poisons in these shots into the bodies of children whose health is not perfect. If an antibiotic was laced with poison, would you say that it should never be, be to treat a healthy child, but it's okay or even good to give uh, to a child uh, who has an impaired immune system or cancer or diabetes, et cetera? Something's very wrong here with this semen need of our frontline doctors to implicitly approve of a sentence in children and adults and elderly for that matter, she says, with pre-existing medical conditions, to the damage done by these shots. Her question is, is this an acceptable form of eugenics,
1: she asked? Boy, that is a loaded question. I was trying to kind of weave my mind through it Mm -hmm. as you laid it out there. Let me say one thing. I think part of the question was asking innocently, could somebody be at such a high risk of death with COVID that it would make the risk of the shot worth it if the, if the vaccine had some theoretical efficacy. What comes to mind in a child is cystic fibrosis. Let's say a child has cystic fibrosis, was on oxygen in, the, in and out of the hospital. And there've been some studies of children like this who have gotten COVID, and sadly there have been some deaths. But I can tell you the problem with the COVID vaccines is that if there's any baseline problem, the vaccines seem to make it worse. If there's a blood clotting problem, it causes more blood clots. If there is high blood pressure, it makes it worse. If it's chronic inflammation, it makes it worse. So one of the concerns is child's children loaded with lots of medical problems, unfortunately, are even at higher risk for the side effects. And so far, all the analyses suggest the side effects outweigh any potential benefits. But because death is involved, and it's true, the vaccines are leading to death, and because fecundity, that is the ability to have children is involved. You know, all the data suggests the birth rates are down 100% across the board. There's no controversy there. The birth rates are down. The question is what's causing it. And innocent explanations say it's lockdowns, it's depression, it's something something else in the environment. Others would say that it's mass vaccination. That mass vaccination alters uh, menstrual cycles. Anytime something changes the menstrual cycle, is immediately going to uh, reduce fertility because the the intricate um, uh, sequence of ovulation and then um, uh, and then fertilization, implantation, all of that is affected. And not only that, but there are two studies showing that male sperm count and motility go down. So, uh, you know, I would put this together that the vaccines are dropping fertility. The vaccines are increasing uh, mortality. But genocide, uh, you know, has always been applied to a particular sector. That is, you know, there's a particular group that is being, um, you know, is is being exterminated. Here, there appears to be no specific selection. It's really anybody who's come forward for the vaccine. So we'll have to see how this plays out. Fertility down, mortality up, population is going to decline, whether it's intentional or not.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's well said. Um, This one's from Fran, says, Dr. McCullough says testing directly for spike protein is not available, but he tests indirectly. Can he specify what those tests are so we can have our healthcare providers assess us, please? Hmm.
1: The two indirect tests are the quantitative antibodies against the spike protein. In fact, you can measure overall antibodies against the spike protein and then antibodies against the receptor binding domain. And then the other measure is the D-dimer test, which has been correlated to the spike protein. I think shortly we'll have a spike protein assay. I know some companies have uh, have some laboratory-derived assays that they've been, you know, talking to lab directors about across the United States. Um, but, you know, I, when I see a patient and the quantitative antibodies are over 6,000, Uh, against the spike protein. I know that that patient clearly has spike protein in their body and and their body is is making copious antibodies to it.
0: Okay, all right. Let's get this one in from Ashley. says, how can I find a primary care doctor in my city who will not be dismissive of my vaccine injuries? The FLCCC site has some specialist doctors in my area, but no GPs.
1: FLCCAAPSONline.org. And then I'd say now the wellness company; those would be the two sources, three sources that you'd want to take a look at and see if there's doctors in your area, or at least be able to engage on telemedicine. Uh, right. The doctors, and you know, once you find one doctor in an area who's you know of, of the of this similar mindset, they tend to not work with the other ones. The FLCC, by the way, this weekend is having their big jamboree in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, and so you know they'll be in town. Uh, I hope to meet up with them, some of them late on Saturday.
0: Okay. All
1: right. So to, to that
0: question, a lot of people, uh, I do see these comments come in a lot, a great deal. And and it's a question that uh, Peter, you and I have um, uh, uh, heard many times where people are looking for trusted doctors in those areas, uh, people that are not going to dismiss them. Well, that's exactly what she says, dismissive of my vaccine injuries. That's her, That's what Ashley's saying there. And um, that is a problem. That is a problem with the healthcare community for an enormous amount of people. This is very sincere now. Uh, this this whole thing has been uh, badly tainted in the healthcare community, uh, where if you don't accept what they're pushing, they really get nasty in your face. I've seen it firsthand. My wife and I have, so we we've certainly experienced this. So I think it is a viable point to bring up here. Some of the sources that Dr. McCullough just mentioned and the one that um, we are focused on here, who is a, a new curated sponsor for the network, and that is the wellness company. And I want to bring it to your attention right now because the program is is pretty outstanding. It's called One Wellness. I, I think this is going to become more and more the future of healthcare. Uh, this type of idea, this is revolutionary. It's on the front. It's on the front lines. It's it's a it's a concept, and I say that because what they're doing here. Th- it, think about this now. You, you get talk about controlling your own healthcare future, your own medicine. Be, to be able to do that through this sort of a program, where you get unlimited virtual care visits, unlimited with medical professionals in these areas that are that are trained. Uh, on these things um, and so and and they're not, that are not going to be dismissive so that's kind of huge uh, and so you get all of that and with this one wellness you also get free monthly supplements of all these products you've been hearing about which I'll tell you about spike support in a moment but but also the the heart muscle uh, one and there's all whole host the z one is there uh, with the dr zelenko z stack they call it I think right I believe that's it and so all of these, and you, you get those as part of this one wellness membership as well. So it, that's important. This be in the future, Doctor McCullough. Of of uh, you know, be, I, listen, because healthcare has taken such a hit, and a lot of people, there, there, some of these doctors are being very dismissive, and people are not getting the attention they want. Like this lady's got vaccine injuries, and she feels that way. I think this is going to be a big deal for a company like uh, the wellness company and one wellness, this new membership program. Uh, What say you?
1: It's true. I think uh, it's uh, going to be liberating. Also reassuring people just want to know, you know, that they can get their medicines. They can get a vaccine exemption if they need, they could get a doctor's appointment. Um, They just want that sense of security. And for that, Uh, you know, if that low monthly payment or, um, uh, you you know, the kind of go as you pay, as you go, uh, uh, fee structure they have it's so affordable and it's so simple. People just have it as a backup. I think it's, I think it's absolutely very necessary for someone who does not have healthcare insurance. They need to go online and subscribe to the wellness company. They need some backup. So when they really need something, they can get it quickly because they're in the system.
0: Yeah, well healthcare is very expensive to begin with. I mean, it's very costly and I think you you know when you're trying to buy healthcare, you either get one of these very expensive plans that cover everything, but they become too cost prohibited to many people. And so which what happens then is you end up in a catastrophic plan. And a catastrophic plan is for those events that really, you know, you know what I'm they uh, you just they're like life altering, you know, and you just know you've got to have something to be able to have something to get the care. And so that's a life altering event kind of thing, a catastrophic plan. I think what's going to happen more so, Peter, I think what's going to happen is people are going to have the catastrophic plans because of the cost of these family plans and health care. It's it's cost prohibited for many, many people. They're probably gonna have the catastrophic plan with something like this one wellness, because this is only, uh, uh, you know, 199 a month. You get 25% off without loud, so you can get it to the 149 of that month here, but it's still uh, going to be um, much more affordable. If you do that in a catastrophic plan, you pretty well have it all covered. I think that's a pretty interesting way to look at it, Peter, don't
1: you? It's true. Remember, if you don't have healthcare insurances, a lot of clinics won't even take you. You, you can't even become a patient. So let's say you go through the America Out Loud banner bar, click on it, and you have healthcare for $149 a month and, and have high blood pressure, diabetes, and you're in pretty good shape. You just need to check in with a doctor periodically and need the prescriptions. You pretty much have it. You have it. And the catastrophic insurance and many times contractors, others who are not employed, Malcolm, it's just not reachable. Yeah. It, it really is not even feasible. I, it would be great for everyone to have it. Yeah. But many people don't. In Dallas, we have the Dallas County uh, Hospital District, where people who don't have insurance they go to the you know to that system. I think many would just be better off with the wellness company, and they could still rely on the hospital if if a if a catastrophe happens.
0: If a catastrophe happens, yeah, and I, I can tell you right now, when you call up, and everybody knows what I'm going to say here, when you call up to book an appointment somewhere, like like okay, like before you even they even ask you like anything. What's the first question they're going to ask you? Who's your insurance with? What's your insurance number? I can guarantee you, if it's not the first thing they ask, it's surely going to be the second. Maybe the first is your name. I don't know. But I've seen it. Uh, They've done that with me many times. And I had the insurance card. And it's like, it's so impersonal. It's like, they they want to, I mean, because they don't want to waste time. If you don't get insurance, you're of no value to them. You see how that works. Uh, That's what happens. So anyways. This is a real challenge out there. I just know people are struggling with this sort of thing. So um, uh, Outloud Care, easy, easy website, outloudcare.com. It was developed for this purpose, Outloud Care. And of course, the banner ads back at America Out Loud will put you in the same spot, outloudcare.com. But that's where you want to go to get the proper discount. Uh, using Outloud, get you the 25% off, which we negotiated for you out there. And real quickly, I I don't want to spend a lot of time, but I do want to mention Peter this because it's such a hot, 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 hot item is the spike support formula. That's what I'm, I know they have a lot of other great products. That's what I'm focused on right now is the spike support formula. And because of all the indulgent emails, everything coming in here, people are looking for something. What, What, tell folks what's in that spike support formula and why this is a, a real uh, possibility for people who are struggling badly and are looking for something, whether it be long COVID or whether it be vaccine injuries.
1: It's so true, Malcolm. Uh, the wellness company, Spike Support, clearly the best in class product that exists uh, for this problem of people who've had multiple rounds of COVID, multiple rounds of the vaccine. Uh, we're concerned that uh, you know, indeed they are suffering from the effects of the Wuhan spike protein in the body, and this was designed by Dr. Jennifer Vanderwater at the Wellness Company, and it has uh, per serving. Now, each serving is two capsules has two thousand fibrinolytic units or hundred milligrams of natokinase. That's the that's the active in, you know breakdown product of uh, fermentation product of soy. By uh, by a bacterium that produces it, so it's a natural enzyme, and that that effectively in preclinical studies dissolves the spike protein. Doesn't appear to damage tissues at all. It's you know, already a safe supplement used in Japan for a couple decades. But then um, Vanderwater included other key things: a selenium, which is very important for cellular health, particularly the heart. Black sativa extract, 500 milligrams, which is a pretty good dose. Irish sea moss powder, green tea extract, and then dandelion extract. And the reason why these natural herbs are put in is they, you know, they have a position to antagonize the effect of the spike protein within cells and within tissues that's already there while the natokinase is dissolving it. So, you know, many people can go to the store and get nanokinase, although there's a worldwide run on it, but it's pretty much nanokinase naked without anything else in the formula. So we believe the Spike Formula, given the success we're seeing anecdotally, is the go-to product. It's all sourced in the United States. So quality and purity are assured and wellness company stands behind it.
0: Yeah. Even people who are worried about shedding, that's another thing that comes up a lot, a lot. Uh, This is another thing that uh, can counteract that as well. Uh, It's the buildup of the Spike protein again is the the problem and the cause of a lot of these things. Um, So... And now, let me explain one last thing here. Uh, this uh, Spike Support now, because this gets confusing, and I don't want to be confusing here. If you're part of the One Wellness membership, follow me now. If you decide to go that way, that product is free, part of that program. It's, it's same thing with all their products. It's it's an unbelievable program. I can't tell you, and this is – I'm giving you the truth here. This is Because it was crazy when they told me. This, it, this is all – they get – All of those supplements, like part of that monthly wellness membership thing. And it is. So they're really committed to this process. That's
1: incredible, people. I give you my God's honest truth there. That's incredible. So Malcolm, let me give you an idea. Even if someone joins and it's just a monthly member at the low monthly rate, the per bottle, the spike formula is $54.99. I'm on the website right now. And um you know, we're telling people at the minimum, buy two bottles of that because you take two twice a day. So we're go- you're going to go through it. And, um, you know, this is an important observation. There's 120 right. in a bottle. Right. So right. You, you can imagine you're already at mm-hmm. if you don't get the membership, you're already at one hundred and four dollars for that. And oh, what you it, mean? Because
0: you're right. Because you right. You see, what you, what you're doing is you're saying that if you're getting that, the well wellness plan makes sense, right? Yeah, no, I yeah. Get so yeah, yeah. You get the wellness
1: yeah. plan. Uh, yeah, you'll be covered for a doctor's visit. Let's say you need that and and right. something else for inflammation or high blood pressure. You have that already covered. Uh, and right, but, other- but for those
0: people, though, who already have this, some people may have total like like phenomenal health insurance or may not need the one wellness at that point. But let me just tell them there's the caveat, Peter. I just I, I was trying to I need to explain. You can also use if, if when you go to outloudcare.com, any of those products separately from the one wellness plan, you get 25 percent off. Does that make sense? You get you get 25 percent off all the products. If, so that's what gets a little confusing here. And I don't want it to be but you're entitled to that without loud code. We negotiated that for you. That is yours. It's in place and get it It's here. So, all right, all right.
1: Right, but Malcolm, let me say another really popular okay. supplement is the one that I particularly researched and helped them put together and that's the heart and muscle yeah. supplement. I recommend this to people working out, uh, those with any forms of uh, heart disease. And uh, this includes thiamine, riboflamin, B6, folate, biotin, pantothenic acid, selenium, D-ribose, L-carnitine, and coenzyme Q10. I mean, if you try to buy these separately, we always have patients on statins, for instance, buy coenzyme Q10. It's going to cost a fortune. Mm -hmm. So what Wellness Company has done is they've really combined so many of these so you don't have to have so many supplement bottles, but you get so much for your dollar.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's superbly said. So check it out, outloudair.com. Uh, that's where you'll get the discount using out loud. But listen, if you have questions about any of this, send them in and we'll talk about them on air and bring them up to you all day. Whatever you got, whatever you got, send them to us. And we'll be happy to uh, to do that as we're just rolling this stuff out. This is all brand new information. Now listen, we're going to take a quick, quick pause right now and we'll join you just on the other side. A couple of interesting things there. Uh, you're listening to America Out Loud Pulse. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the Advanced Nasal Solution Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx Nasal Solution Cleanse. That's COFIXRX.com. Save 20% by using promo code Outloud at cofixrx.com.
1: World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of
0: your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Okay, welcome back, friends, to America Out Loud Pulse. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, along with Dr. Peter McCullough, and this is a Q&A 66, by the way. And uh, we got into a whole lot of other things. We had some interesting uh, dialogue up front with the media landscape and the uh, the lab crisis in Sudan, uh, some things you want to check out there. I want to get to this, really, revelation that uh, Dr. McCullough has shared with me in a moment on this uh, cause and reaction to all of this, well, this... Uh, Really, a story about transgenderism that's taken over so much here. Um, So let's do that right now. And then we'll we'll get a couple of more questions And before we end. Um, You said some things coming in. There's a rise of this right now where so many people are claiming uh, gender dysphoria, total crazy, uh, people are confused, and then they're getting puberty blockers, that sort of thing. It's become very controversial, very political, to say the least. Uh, what what's your revelation of this? You have some thoughts on
1: this. This is stunning. You know, the Dutch had done some research uh, nearly 10 years ago where they expressed concerns that the younger people who were arriving at transgender clinical programs, that they actually had autism. And they did a few autism psychological survey studies and found years ago that about 20% had clinical autism. Now we recognize that autism is a spectrum. It's actually a wide spectrum. So anytime we clinically diagnose a, a young person with autism, that means there's a, a, a number. There's actually a much bigger envelope with autism spectrum disorder. And so when you and I were children, autism was one in 10,000. Mm-hmm. Now the CDC says it's one in 36. Wow. Malcolm, it wow. is the That's epidemic crazy. of the decade for sure. Wow. And so autism is exploding. And what we're finding is autism is driving the clinical illness called gender dysphoria, where young people are not happy with their gender, they're ambiguous. And so the autistic kids appear to be suggestible. And so they are going to counselors and others. And many times it's an external suggestion that they should change their gender. And that's what kicks this off and paper on my sub stack this week uh, highlights a, a really a stunning paper by warrior and colleagues listen to this they did psychological surveys on 641 8860 individuals okay and these were individuals with uh, uh, were in this uh, lgbt community and what they found uh, uh compared to a reference category, and they use all different res- refer- reference categories, uh, normal normal men alone, normal men and women together, normal women separately, every single analysis, multiple uh, data sets, there was anywhere from a five to twelve fold increased risk of autism in these transgender individuals. And so the the concern here, is that you know counselors now in this uh, unbridled enthusiasm for uh, gender change uh, therapy that that they're actually railroading kids with autism into a a, a form of a permanent decision? You know they, uh, mm-hmm. the gender change is not fully reversible. The data suggests when they do it, most of it is men to women. It, it is sterilizing, so there's no recovery from this. And the other thing that's coming out, Malcolm, multiple papers, it provokes violence like we've never seen. Yeah. There's a paper uh, sh- shortly out this week on my substack summarizing, you're going to be blown away with this, uh, uh, about 1,200 murders, murders of basically gender diverse and transgender, transsexual individuals yeah and there are many times there are the victims of crimes and recently now we've seen a handful of mass murders where the transgender individual is the perpetrator
0: yeah well the recent one was in nashville and we call it transgenderism uh uh terrorism transgender terrorism that was a trending topic uh, about a couple of weeks ago on america out loud actually and uh, but this transgender thing, what's really sick about it? Dr. McCutter shares quite a bit. This is a topic. Uh, we uh, well listen. We will come back again um, in future episodes. It's it's not going away. We will come back and talk more about this uh, because this is big. And when you mentioned the rates of autism, that is now one in thirty six. I mean that's eye opening. That's exploding uh, compared to what it was. But what's really, really evil about all this is how it's being used as a political tool and the pressure and the indoctrination of the children. And they're going through some things that uh, are are very troublesome, uh, you know, at that stage of their life. And they're making decisions that are permanent. And there's all this pressure around them. And the fact that the political operatives and other operatives are making it normal behavior. It's not normal behavior. It's not. And it needs to stop. Uh, you know go ahead,
1: yeah, let me pick up on that. You know, autism is an autism spectrum disorder. It's different than depression, or it's different than just generic gender dysphoria. It is a neuropsychiatric condition, neuropsychiatric, meaning there are distinct neurologic features like hyperacusis and um, you know, speaking in loud, which tone. is why people call
0: it mental disorder. That's that. That's a term that's used, not, in a, neg- not in a negative, not a negative way, but, but it is
1: it, used. It is neuropsychiatric. Yeah. So here's the situation: the neuropsychiatric disorder always takes precedent over a, a sociological intervention. Uh, so, for instance, you know, one would would always prioritize autism as the clinical problem over gender dysphoria. Gender dysphoria could be part of the package, but they could have a lot of other features of autism. And when the studies are done, where they measure the degree of gender dysphoria before sex change, and then they go into hormonal surgical sex change, and then they're measured again, Mm -hmm. the gender dysphoria doesn't really get much better. It's not a very effective treatment. And uh, (laughs) there now are- It's not a treatment. No, but just to just to, you know, that that's how it's positioned in the medical right. community. So I'm just right. trying to be fair to the medical community. No, I, mean, I understand. Yeah. But but here's the situation. So it's partially effective for gender dysphoria, but it doesn't it doesn't solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's for sure. Right. And no, of uh, that, course, there's more
0: problems, Peter. Is what
1: well, it does. well, well that, the point I want to make is now there's a paper. And I want to quote it for you, Jackson and colleagues published in JAMA Open recently studied 1951 British uh, trans feminine, meaning man, man who changed to women. And Malcolm, you'll be stunned with this. The mortality rate is skyrocketing. Yeah. The mortality rate due to suicide or homicide in those who right. have done the gender change, accidental poisoning and then all cause mortality. So if, if we had a treatment in medicine, I just finished seeing patients all day, and I had a treatment that I applied, and it increased mortality, it would be taken off the market. Yeah, I'm telling you, transgender medicine increases the mortality of these individuals.
0: This is evil. This is what this is. I mean, this, this, is, this is straight out evil. And this topic really makes me angry. With what they've done to this and what they're doing to these this generation. It is has, it has makes me so sick and angry with what's taken place here. We need to speak up louder about this. And this is a topic I'd like to cover more with you, Dr. McCullough. And you know, you brought some really very enlightening points to the microphone today, and I applaud you for that. Let me tell people, it's a trending topic on America Out Loud right now. And I want to tell you right now, at the top, just to give you an example here, at the top is a fabulous article from a, a Harvard grad, Daniel Baranowski. is amazing uh, uh, show host and writer. Transgenderism is an insulting crime against our daughters. And he gives case in point in there as to what's going on. You'll also see our constitutional expert, Paul Engel, has, uh, when courts ignore parental rights, children lose which emphasizes, again, young teenagers, transgender and abortion both, that children should not be making those decisions. You get the point of what I'm talking about. And another phenomenal article from Patricia Antone, who's brilliant. Uh, The science-free tenets of trans ideology are destructive to women, H.R. 734. So this is a trending topic right now. In fact, when you go now, I don't know if you all notice. I don't know if you noticed, Doctor McCullough. When you go at the top, there's trending topics cloud. If you click that right there, you'll get the whole cloud of what's trending on the site, and you'll notice transgenderism is 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 trending right this moment. You know, so well, interesting.
1: Well, let, let me just say one other thing. You've many are following the story of Riley Gaines, yeah, uh, the, the swimmer who raced against the the man uh and you know she tied him he didn't beat her she she tied him and they gave the the winning trophy to him because he was transgender wow um espn just made a transgender man as a woman uh athlete of the year for instance on the front cover you can see how people have lost their minds but what i would say clinically is, is even if someone uh you know is of sound mind and they don't have autism and they have gender dysphoria. And they a man really wants to change to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And and he does it. The man does it. That clinical change, the surgery and the hormones, that is not a license to actually go out in society and go into female restrooms or have showers. Uh, uh, you, you're parents. bringing up
0: a whole other set of circumstances yeah, and problems. It,
1: yeah, it's not a license to compete sorry. in women's sports. Sorry. You see what I mean? Amen. Just because you get a medicinal therapy for a psychological problem, yeah. that isn't a license Amen. to enter female sports. And what Riley Gaines is saying is that, listen, this is some type of perverted hijacking of women's sports.
0: Amen. Amen. It, it is indeed. Well, you brought up some very interesting points. What an enlightening conversation. I want to, in the next many weeks, we'll come back to this. I want to sneak just two in and our final moments here. I promise to get these in with listeners that have re- sent them in repeatedly. Matthew says How can a vaccinated person get tested to see if any uh, calamari type rubbery growths are present in their veins and arteries? How can they get them removed before they become deadly enough to block blood
1: flow? I think it should be clinically driven. We shouldn't screen if there's a swelling in a particular, you know, arm or leg, then we use ultrasound to diagnose it.
0: Okay. All right, there you go, Matthew. And lastly, Betty says, is there an organization that you know of where a person at death can donate their body for research for the specific purpose of the effect of vaccines on the body?
1: It would go to the local medical school with that specific uh, request. So I think the the donor would have to be fairly specific about it, and then follow up with the Department of Pathology at the Medical School who receives it.
0: Okay. All right. Fantastic. All right. And then uh, we're we got to wrap this right now here, friends. But I want you to make a pencil note right now uh, before you do May tenth, Wednesday. Uh, we'll be having a very special uh, pulse on America Out Loud. It'll be a two-hour uh, summit uh, on, on, on nasal uh, hygiene, a nasal hygiene summit with some marvelous uh, expertise on the broadcast. And that'll be Wednesday the 10th of May. That is correct on this program, America Out Loud Pulse, with Dr. McCullough and, and myself and the amazing experts. We'll tell you more about that. But just make a note, mark that down, please. Wednesday the 10th. Uh, That two-hour summit will be available for you. That's going to be a well-listened-to broadcast, I can promise you that. That's all the time we have here. Thank you for joining us here on America Out Loud Pulse. Always a beat ahead.